FMX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, presented by the folks at Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Pro Taper, 100%. Thank you to Yamaha as well. This podcast, we're going to look back at how we did in um, uh, Foxborough and then how we're looking forward to uh, Denver this weekend, of course. Uh, back to the 250 West Series as well for the Denver race, and it's a day race, so please pay attention to the time of when you get your picks in and when qualifying is over and all of that. We would uh, uh, hate for you to miss a, 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 a main event. Or you can also uh, use the mulligan if you want to, if you buy one beforehand. So you can do that. Thanks for, thanks for playing Pulp Mix Fantasy, everybody. Again, thank you to ProTaper, ProTaper.com. we got the new ACF bar that's doing great things out there. Star Racing Yamaha. Rockstar Husky uh, as well using ProTaper products. they got chains. they got sprockets. they got bars. Thank you to ProTaper, ProTaper.com for coming on this podcast. Motorsport as well. Uh, OEM and aftermarket parts. Anything over 79 bucks is uh, free shipping. And uh, they carry Pro Taper, they carry Fly, they carry 100%, and a dedicated team of gearheads over there to help you out. We have the Motorsport.com Whole Shot Challenge. We give gift cards away for every single week. Uh, so please play that. It's free, and uh, you just got to pick the whole shot. Not the first or the finish line, but the whole shot. Thanks to Motorsport.com for making things happen, and, uh, and you people for playing. All right, let's look into uh, everything uh, from Foxborough and look ahead to Denver and award some prizes and everything else. Um, first up from uh, Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? Oh, just trying to get this April championship. I need a big oh. weekend. Oh, oh, okay. I was going to get into that. I'm glad you're, uh, um, you know, into it, Dan. Yeah, I take everything serious. <laughs> um, also, too, we're going to talk about idiots here in a little bit as well and how that's going. Um, and also on the line, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Yeah, what's up, boys? Two more to go. Two more to go. Uh, we're going to give away a YZ450 here in a couple of weeks as well. And uh, and then we start outdoors fresh. And uh, if you didn't do well in uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy Supercross, well, it all starts again uh, for, for outdoors. So uh, put on the uh, happy face and you can do that. All right. Um, Foxborough. Marks with the win. 257. Genius or lucky. Uh, Paul. Rebounds with a nice showing. Uh, second place, 240. Dan, 236. JT two twenty five. The Mulligan was two eighteen. I was two oh five. I had my first down week in a number of weeks, and Roto was one seventy eight. I asked Roto for a reaction, and he said he did not want to talk about it. Uh, so we don't really know what went on. But speaking of that April championship, we all know that I won February and March. Uh, Marks is the leader right now at seven seventy five. Then it's Dan at seven fifty two. JT 747. I'm at 743. Roto's at 741. I don't like my odds to get the April championship. I got to jump three people, but I need a strong weekend uh, this weekend, you know. But I know you guys care a lot about it. So uh, I did lose my lead as well. Marks passed me this week. Marks is leading all of us experts. 3681 to me, 3667. Roto, 3617. JT. Dan and Paul and the Mulligan is last. Um, let's get into how we looked at uh, how we did for uh, Foxborough. Sixty-three percent of people got a eight in the main event. I was not one of them. That's a high percent from what we've seen lately, and so that probably hurt. Average score two eighteen. High score three hundred. 
19.3% people selected a 250 FFL. Zero got it right because it was Cullen Park. And if somebody would have got it right, we were all on our group text afterwards, Dan, we were going to fold the game up. That was it. We were done. We were done. Yeah. We were for sure at least uh, removing that person from the game. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, uh, and then... 3.4% got Cooper Webb for the uh, 450 guy, uh, first of the finish line. So, all right. I had Hunter Yoder. Yeah, very good speed in practice all day. Qualified well combined. He was in the unseated, and the track was deteriorating. Did you, either one of you had Hunter, Hunter Yoder? I did. Were you worried about that time being, like, track-aided a little bit? Because I yeah, was. I, I didn't look too much into the time. I watched Race Day Live, and they did show Hunter on TV a little bit. Yep. And he and he looked okay, um, and he has made a few main events, not many. And then I looked at his heat race lineup, and I, I was okay with it. Yeah, so, um, definitely the weaker heat. Yep. I I do think the time helped, um, but I still thought he was top twenty-two. That's where the, I was at. Yeah, the track helped. You mean you think the track helped? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. track helped. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty stressed about that, uh, but he got it in. Good job for Hunter Yoder, and also he was like caught up in that first turn crash and was like fourteenth or fifteenth. And rode his way into ninth or eighth or whatever he got. Like, he did a really good job in the heat race. So, thanks, Hunter Yoder. Uh, 52 points, 37% pick trend. Um, so, good job on that. Uh, next up was Marshall Welton. Career best Supercross finish for him, 46 points. Colin Park after that, 38. Lane Shaw, 38. Jack Chambers, 38. Forkner, 36. I, I was almost pretty sure Forkner was going to end up on the podium. But it wasn't enough points for me. Um, but looking back on it. Certainly was enough points for me. I should have picked them. Uh, that's the pick. That's the uh, picks. Uh, pick trend. Jarrett Fry, fifty percent pick trend for Jarrett Fry. Thirty-seven percent was Yoder. Again, that good qualifying time. R.J. Hampshire was next at thirty-four. Then it was Welton. Then the other All Stars. Me myself, I had Hunter Yoder. Like I said, I had Jarrett Fry. Scared to death of him. Um, he was a debate topic the other day uh, in the podcast last week, and uh, he barely got double points, but thirty points. So that's okay. It's not great. Like, I wasn't picking Chambers. I wasn't picking Lane Shaw. I, I couldn't pick Verizzi. I wasn't picking Osby. So, I mean, when I look at the guys that I had a mind on, I, I missed out on Welton. I don't know if I could pick Colin Park. I think I picked him last week. Uh, so, anyways, I wasn't that bad off for, for the guys that I was going to pick. My, hall, my all-star was RJ Hampshire, and guess what RJ did? He, uh, he went down. So, um, yeah, 21 points, uh, looking like an easy 26. My last guy was Rami Alves, and uh, yeah, Paul, I put this on you. You're president of the Rami Alves fan club. He had a bad ankle, I guess, pulled out in the main event. He uh, was a 10 handicap and just needed to get in the top 20. Couldn't do that. Pulled out early. 21 points. Missed it by one. 12, uh, 12 fantasy points only. So between that and my DNQ in the 450s, that's what did me in. Uh, not happy with Rami Alves. Generally gives you an effort, but... Again, he had a bad ankle, so I guess it is what it is. Uh, who'd you have, Paul? Uh, I had. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. Great radio. Uh, Dan, who'd you have? <laughs> I had Hunter Yoder. Yep. Um, for the reasons we talked about, I just thought that there was a good chance he was going to make the main event. Obviously, 52 points was a little bit more than I was expecting, but he rode good. Uh, I did have Marshall. I thought at a nine there was value there, and then. His biggest problem has just been getting in the main event, but I know he works really hard, and if he can get in the main event, he would do well. So got uh, pretty lucky, I think, to get 46 points, but I still think that it was a good pick. Um, my next pick was Jarrett Fry. 
Um, I was nervous on Fry. He's burned me twice this year already. And I did leave a little bit on the table. I, I obviously work with Jack Chambers. He rides at the compound. And I, I thought he would make it, but his heat was a little harder. But to only leave eight points on the table, uh, I was never picking Shaw. And I swerved on Forkner just just in case. I thought he was going to win the race or be on the podium, but I just thought maybe – you know, if he tips over, has a crash or something, that I, at least I had somebody like Fry with a bigger handicap. So, um, And then I had Pierce Brown as my all-star. Pierce rode good, 26 points. So I had a really good team. I was only eight shy of a perfect team, but I did have FFL, and I got it wrong. Um, obviously, I didn't have Colin Park. I had uh, I had Jet for FFL, and I got it wrong. All right, Paul? Uh, so leading my team was Marshall Wilton. Um, yeah, I think once Marshall makes it to the main, he gives you your full effort. And, yeah, he had a career best, so that was exciting. Um, so I got 46 out of him. Next on my list was Jarrett Fry. Yeah, 50, 50% of the league picked him, so I, a lot of us were in agreement that he's a decent pick, but didn't pay off really as good as it should have. Yeah, uh, it was just okay. Only 30, yeah, it was just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Only 30 points there, but nothing really to be upset about. Um, Mitchell Oldenburg was my all-star. That was an easy one, 26. And, yeah, I did go Alves. Um, I didn't really watch practice at all. I was busy. Um, but, honestly, watching practice wouldn't have affected my choice on Rami. Like, he's never very good in practice. And I just thought his handicap was – I thought there was a 52 achievable there based on his handicap and what he does in the main event. And I was excited when he went straight to the, through to the main. That's the toughest part for him. And then, yeah, I had no clue about his ankle. Never followed up, never looked. Like I said, I was kind of busy on Saturday. And, um, yeah, I faded Hunter Yoder, and that backfired. Did you have a Rami Alves insider that you could have told me about the ankle? I mean, yeah, I can contact him directly. I just Oh, okay, so you, you are buddies with Rami. Okay, yeah, yeah. so that's your, <laughs> yeah. in, your insider is Rami Alves. Right. Yeah, we, we yeah. talked to him. We talked to him right after the Atlanta crash well, and maybe... we all were together. But we didn't. We also didn't know he had a bad ankle, Steve. Like, so we never asked about it. He qualified well. <laughs> well, can't you like... just say, how you feeling, Rami? How's everything going? What's up, buddy? Yeah, it wasn't like his bike went flipping through the stands and we're like, are you good? Like, he, I mean, he qualified well. We just He did all the laps. We assumed he was good. He didn't do all the laps. He rode off like three laps into the main. No, before the racing. Yeah, the main event. The main event. Yeah, uh, he finished every practice. I mean, we didn't know. Like, I, I don't really try to check in with these guys too much. Uh, I don't want to be that annoying guy, but yeah, I didn't see any reason to check in with him. It all seemed fine. Four point seven percent people picked Max Miller, who DNQ'd. I, I was looking at Max. I got to admit, and four point eight percent picked Jeremy Hand, who didn't even race. So yeah, um, missed out on that one, guys. Uh, all right, okay, 450s. Here's where things uh, went mm, not so good for me. Troll Train, 42 points. I don't think I had him last week, so I couldn't go with Troll Train. Tristan Lane, 38. Benny Bloss, I, I went with Benny last week, uh, 36. Meshi made another main event, 36 points. Cade was 34. Henry Miller, 34. Logan Carnell, 30. The privateer is just rolling in this thing as we end up in Supercross. Top pick trend, Benny Bloss, 47%. Then it was Cade at 40 uh, percent. Then Jason Anderson at 35. Logan Carnow at 31 uh, was all the top per- percent. I went with me, myself. Uh, Kay Clayson, seven handicap. Mm, figured he would be closer to the top 10. Got a 13th, 34 points. I'll take it. Uh, I couldn't pick Troll and I couldn't pick Benny, I don't think. So I was stuck with that. Uh, Logan Carnow uh, looked at Logan. He was out of the qualifying in the heat and then uh, got in and uh, near the end of the heat race and you know, he's he's not in great shape to push hard for 20 minutes, but he uh, was a 12 handicap, so he was double no matter what. And he got 20th, 
That's 30 points, so I'll take that. He'd missed the main the week before, so his handicap did go up. Jason Anderson was my all-star. That was pretty easy. He was on it all day long, 26 points. And where I went wrong was Jeremy Hand. Um, qualified really well in, inside the uh, 13th, 14th Festus or something. Uh, second race on a 450. He made the main in his last time on a 450. And this one, he was all by himself in ninth, looking pretty good. And he clips the uh, uh, last jump in the rhythm and goes over the bars and get his hand caught between the brake caliper and the wheel and breaks a knuckle and a hand and all this, and he's out for the night. And there goes my Jeremy Hand dreams, gone with his, with his hand injury. 13.3% uh, pick trend as well. So I had Rami Alves with garbage points and Jeremy Hand with zero points. That was the story of my night. Uh, Paul, who'd you have? Um, I couldn't pick Troll. He was right on my screen. Um, so my best performing guy was Benny Bloss. He put up 36. So, yeah, I was happy with that. That's fine. I went Captain Cade. Um, we got a little bit of a handicap bump because I think his bike broke at Atlanta. So yeah. him at a 7, I figured he's easily around the 12, 13, 14 range, and he got 13th. So, again, good points there. I did go Logan Carnow, as you spoke about earlier, at a 12. Um, I just saw him making the main event. He really – he he makes the main events um, every time. So, uh, yeah, with him being a 12, there was a lot of upside there. He put up 30 points. That was fine as well. And Marvin Muscan was my all-star. He got 26, and I didn't go FFL in either class. Yeah, I didn't either. Dan, who'd you have? Uh, I had the FFL wrong in both mm, classes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But uh, I went with Benny. Uh, like most people, I thought uh, I'm going to pick Benny every time I can. I'll pick him again in Salt Lake, probably just because he's had a high handicap. Yeah, and I'll pick him. I'll rate. pick him this week. Like we're on opposite weeks. I yeah, skipped him the first week. week, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I went with Benny. I, I couldn't pick Troll Train, same as you guys. Tristan Lane, I passed on. Um, my next pick was Cade. I thought Cade was a good pick. He's been solid in the main events. Uh, 34 points there. Marvin was my All Star. 26 there. And I had Jeremy Hand as well. I thought Jeremy Hand was a good pick. I really thought that he was going to make the main event. Um, but when I look at this list, other than Jeremy Hand, I mean, I could have picked Logan Carnell, but, I mean, I wasn't picking Henry Miller and I wasn't picking Meshi, so I didn't really – I lost points, yes, but, mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I wasn't really picking any of these guys. So yeah. um, it's, it's kind of crazy. So the game is so tough. My nine-year-old plays, she's into it, and she picks guys that she, like, hangs out with or knows or sees around, right, like Jet and Coop and these guys. She picked Coop FFL, and the only difference on her team than mine was she had Alex Martin and I had Jeremy Hand, and she got 11th overall in the whole thing, 11th. <laughs> she she came to the shop and she's like I, I want my prize I'm like no you didn't pay she's like well can I pay now she's just like those people who email us well, yeah. can I pay now <laughs> <laughs> she's like well what prize is it <laughs> I tell her I'm like, she's like well I'll just pay now I got money I'm like you, you sound just like these people who email us yes tell her to fill but, out the contact form we'll get right right back to yeah. her right but anyway it just shows how tough the game is one one pick different and you know 11th and I got. I mean, I'm not, I was in the thousands, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, 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 crazy, crazy. right? Um, all right, uh, yeah, it, uh, it was something else. Uh, the privateer guys are doing a great job. Hartraft, 28 points. You can't go wrong with Brandon Hartraft these days. Just can't go wrong with Brandon Hartraft. He's going to end up having the most uh, points for sure, I think, when we add up the 450 class. Do you, do you guys agree? I think no. so. No? You don't think, think he'll have the most points? Okay. I think he'll be close. He's gotten double every weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he's made every main, every race. But it's, right? a, it's a low double every weekend, though. It's like a 28 to 32 range, I think. Yeah, so but that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You're right. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll see. You know, we, we do award 
trophies to the riders that score the most points uh, in the in each class every year. So they get some pulpies. You, I'm sure you know the riders. Do you think they look are, forward to those? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. The, uh, I think uh, I don't know if I've ever gotten a thank you from any of them ever. Dude, I think uh, I think Bogles is next to his championship trophy. Really? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Wow. <laughs> I know Nick Way. Nick Way was a big fan of his. Left his at the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any trophy I've tried to give Nick Way. Uh, JT, that's that's Jason Thomas on the line, by the way. Um, I made it. Yeah, the uh, the jersey this week for for uh, Denver. By the way, we are going to get the uh, the rider who wins the Yamaha LCQ Challenge um, uh, is going to get the uh, uh, a jersey. We're, gonna, we're sorry, we're going to get a jersey off his back, and the winner gets that rider's jersey. So whoever it is, Chiz or Brees from the second row, or Moran's Moran's is my pick. Great starter, six-minute race. You know, what? Blood-soaked and all. Yeah, yeah, everything, absolutely. <laughs> 20 and he's outside. It could be tough. Yeah, it, it's no. Pa- it's paused right now, right? Or? Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, I'm recording. Uh, oh, I you're, did. Doing, you're doing amateur-style ping-pong race? Stuff? We are doing clothespins, clothespins for, 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 for gate picks. Oh. So, yeah, it, it wow, should, okay. should be interesting. And, JT, uh, you had a decent week uh, in Foxborough. Who'd you have? Yeah, it was all right. Um, I had uh, Hunter Yoder was was the highlight of my 250 team. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what I was so worried about. I was thinking he may not qualify, but it was kind of an easy one. I mean, he got 52 points. He rode well in the heat, as I said earlier. He put in a heroic ride in the heat. Yeah, I mean, if he he wasn't last, he wouldn't even have to sweat it at all, you know, in the first lap. So, good job from him. I had Chiz, a really strong ride from him. I I wasn't thrilled with his, uh, you know, his chances at a minus two, but to be – you know, right around inside the top ten of scores. I'm I'm good with that because I felt like it was a really safe pick, mm-hmm. and I felt kind of lame picking him, but it's fine. Uh, Jarrett Fry did what Jarrett Fry does, which is crash and get near near the back of the field. Um, he always qualifies and then always crashes and always does bad. I don't know why. I don't understand it. Uh, but that's that's just where we are. So I don't mean that to be harsh or anything. It's just it's just what it's been like every week. So. I picked him again. At least I got 30 points out of him. I guess that's the upside of it. And then uh, I had Pierce Brown. And um, out of four, I felt like unless he just DNF'd again, uh, that was kind of a, a no-brainer. And uh, he got third. So pretty strong uh, 250 team there for me. And then uh, do you guys cover 450 already? I'm going to run through yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. Run through it. Okay. Yep. So I had Cade was my highest scorer. And uh, he broke pretty well. I mean, he's a 40% picture. And so I didn't. I didn't really uh, discover anything there, um, but I thought he would actually maybe be a little bit higher than that, uh, just with the way the field is. But I mean, I, I can't complain about 13th. Um, I had Logan Carnell, and I really thought he would be better than 20th. I don't know how he felt about his ride, but in this field, the way it is now, I feel like he should be better than 20th. Uh, maybe he had issues, maybe he didn't, uh, but I, I honestly was expecting more. Tomac was uh, my all-star, and that didn't go well. So I don't know what he was doing out there at all. Like, uh, even if he wasn't on my team, I still, you know, we talked about it on the review pods and all that stuff. Like, we don't know what the hell he was doing out there. Uh, and then Justin Bogle what? was my final pick, and um, that was awful. Um, I don't know if Dan has any inside info. Maybe you guys already talked about it, but he was riding around. He was ahead of Hartraft. Brayton passed him, and then, uh, yeah, he cruised around for two laps, going very, very slowly, and then took it back to the semi. So I was uh, I was pretty frustrated with Justin Bogle on, uh, on Saturday afternoon. So that was really the only, uh, the only bad part of my team. I mean, Tomac wasn't great, but the rest of it was awesome other than, than uh, Bogle kind of killed the upside for me. 
I want I want to question your thinking on picking Tomac on like just a championship weekend when he has to get top two. Well, I, I don't think he really had a lot of pressure. I mean, all he has to do is just ride. Like, I mean, the title's done. He hasn't been outside of the top three in like months. So, I mean, that's the first time he's had a weirdo ride in I don't know yeah, over a year. So I didn't think he was going to have some sort of mental breakdown with a 53-point lead, Paul. Yeah, okay. Uh, were you worried about Yoder's we, – we discussed this earlier. Yoder had the unseated better track. How much were you worried about, like, eh, like he easily qualified in the top 22. I get that. But I was on the fence because I'm like, this is an easier track. How much of this is real? I wasn't super concerned because the, the field is just so dead. Um, there's just no one left. And I was watching him. He was doing all the jumps. He was blitzing the whoops. And I'm like, he's going to be fine. Like, anything can happen, obviously. But I looked at the field and just kind of who he had to beat. And I'm like, man, if, if you don't make it in this field right now, you don't deserve to ever make it. Like, that's just where we are. So I'm, I just kind of watched him, and he looked, he looked apart in qualifying practice. Like, forget about the lap times. I really didn't care about that. I just watched him doing laps, and I'm like, he, I mean, in this field, he looks like a man event guy, no problem. Right. All right. Uh, that's the results from Foxborough. Again, thank you to Fly Racing, Motorsport, 100%, Pro Taper, and Yamaha, the 100% guys, the official eyewear of Pulp Mex Fantasy. We ship out a pair of goggles every single week, and uh, they also have all the champions from last year. They got Marvin. They got AP. They got the Lawrence Brothers, Webb, Hep Suzuki, Star Yamaha, 100%, at Ride 100% on social media. Pulp 22 at checkout to save. Pulp 22 at checkout to save on casual apparel and accessories. The 100% lead pipe locks from Foxborough. Thank you to Dirty Al Green. Roto wins. Uh, 80 points. Uh, Dan and I, uh, I I was second with 68. Colin Park and Carnell. Uh, Roto had Welton and Clayson. Dan, you had Fry and Bloss for 66, so you lost a little bit of your lead to Roto, but you have uh, still 75 points-ish with two rounds to go, Dan. So really looking good for the Dirty Al Green 100% Lead Pipe Block Championship. So I like it. Um, I like it. And also, again, you don't got to uh, be really that great at fantasy to win something if you sign up for the Championship League. We will uh, give you something. A $25motorsport.com gift card goes out to... Ta Hampton, T.A. Hampton, uh, thanks for playing. We're going to get you a $25 motorsport.com gift card. And our jerky prize pack, I'm DB. I'm DB wins the our jerky prize pack. We'll be in touch. Thank you for playing, and thanks to motorsport.com and our jerky for the support. Use the code PulpMX20 at r-jerky.com. Or, no, it's eatourjerky.com. That's it. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, Denver. It's a day race, again, like I said, so make sure you get your picks in on time. It is a 250 West series, uh, so that works. I'll start with you, Paul. Uh, 250s, non-All-Stars, who do you like? 250s, non-All-Stars. So right now I have Dylan Schwartz on my team because he's on the entry list. I don't know if that's accurate or if that's like him pre-entered for the season or what. Does anybody have any news on him? I sent a text right now. Okay, so right now I have him on my team. He's a 7. I like that. Um, I currently have Devin Harriman on my team. Um, he's an 11, so that's like a higher handicap than what he's had historically. Uh, he missed the main event in Seattle when he switched teams. Um, no idea what team he's going to be on this weekend, but I, I, I want to feel like he is a, a main event guy and Seattle was the outlier. 
Um, so I have him. And I also have Carson Brown right now at a zero. Um, his handicap was a minus two at Seattle, but he had a bad Seattle. Uh, got, got 13th. But the three finishes prior to that are five, eight, and six. So that's pretty good points at a zero. So those are my short list right now. Um, I still think you can look at Chris Blose. He's a zero. Um, so not a ton of value, but his last two finishes are seven and six. So that's that's positive. Um, Jerry Robbins back, but I, I won't be picking him, but he is back, uh, according to the entry list at least. Um, yeah, you that's could, you who could, I'm looking at right now. You can go an all-star, and you can go Brown, Blose, and probably – well, from there you might sweat it a little bit. Uh, I what like. I think about Mumphy. That's what I, I looked at. I think you sweat that a little bit, right? I think he does it, you but he, so? yeah. I don't think he okay. gets you tons of points. I like Cad Amaron. Is he okay or is he hurt? No, nah, he's out. Oh, he's yeah. out. Okay, I know he hurt, but I didn't know if it was permanent. Well, yeah. and, and you touched on something there that's super important. Like, there, there's not a lot of upside right now. Like, it, yeah. it always gets this way. Like, we we have so much data now. It's hard to get you know four. It's hard to get over forty, honestly. With anybody, you need you need somebody like a Yoder to just, you know, basically have the best ride of his career. And, and in this West, there's just nothing left. Like I look through it, unless you're going to take a lot of risk, you have to just try to get you know, uh, 26 and then three over 30s. If you can do that, that's doing really well right now. I like. Uh, I think earlier this season he was battling an injury, and I think he just raced the two-stroke thing and was okay. So Ryan Surratt at an eight looks juicy. Because I think he, when he was when yeah. he was doing crappy, he was hurt, his wrist or hand, or something. He was kind of toughing it out, you know. And, and it's been a while, so maybe he's yeah, healthy. He, he got a tenth at uh, Anaheim three, also, and then he got eighteenth at uh, the next at Seattle. Yeah. So he yeah. missed a couple races in between. He went sixteen, sixteen, fifteen. But I mean, he does have potential there, and there are some going to be some guys out. I think. I'll tell you another guy. Yeah, I like. I, or, go ahead, Paul. Oh, I was just going to say I like that, Steve. Like, I didn't know he had an injury, but, yeah, he started out the season strong, then was not so good for a while. So if he is healthy again, that's someone to look at for sure. Yeah, that's not a, not a, not a, bad, not a bad pick. Um, but, yeah, it's tough. Like, JT, like you said, the upside, there is not a lot. Um, yeah. The, uh, one, one guy I'm looking at, there, it, is, it is risky, and I don't know. I mean, his own words, I think he's, he claims he forgot how to ride. But Mitchell Harrison at a six, it, I mean – Yes, he could get 20th. He could not qualify, but he could also get 11th. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't bat an eye at any three of those results. So a little bit of risk, but there is a little bit of upside there too. Uh, yeah, Dan, that's fair. Uh, yeah. go ahead, Dan. What do you like? I have uh, Garen Stapleton at an eight. Um, it's kind of right up I'm around so where out he on finished. That. He went so 12, seven, 17, 12 17 out of his last two races. So both of those would put him in double points. Um, he's qualified for his last three main events. Uh, and then I have Ryan Surratt for the same reasons we talked about. I like Mitchell Harrison, like JT was talking about, uh, his results, even though he's had one twenty second, the other ones were all pretty good. They were all 13th place, 13, missed two main events, and then he went 13-13 again. So um, I, I like Harrison there. And then I have Mosman as an all-star right now. All-stars are tough. For me, um, I think Mosman – Craig and Hunter are the top three clear-cut guys, and Vince being fourth. And Joe right there, I guess, too, but um, I have Bozeman right now. Uh, Dylan Schwartz is out. Hurt himself again. Um, so, FYI on that. And uh, Surratt's fine. So, we got that going on. Um, I think if you want to look really high, 
a high handicap, like JT said. Like JT said, yeah, he's right. There's not much here unless you want to risk it, but you can maybe risk it for some biscuit if you take Brandon Ray. Maybe. Oh, I mean, come he was a 16. on. Come on. Uh, hey, listen, listen. <laughs> he was seventh in the LCQ at, at Seattle. I mean, he's close. Uh, but also, if you remember the LCQ at Seattle, there was Greco was fifth, Prebula was sixth, Brandon Ray was seventh. Those are all 16s. Um, and there was also Wyatt Lionsmith who made the main event. Uh, Trey Fierro made the main event. Those are 16s. I'm just saying, I'm trying to pick a 16 to speak about, but I think yeah. there will be a 16 or two that get in. Jesse Flock made the main event in his first main event in Seattle also. Um, so, I mean, he could make a main event, too. He's a 13. Hmm. Uh, Stapleton's not bad. JT, you're out on that. You're totally out on that. I, I think that's the legit pick. It's not awesome. It's it's risky, but Stapleton's pretty solid. Just not, not in an A for me. Um, okay. I, I think there is a chance he doesn't qualify at all. And then There is. Yes. Yeah, okay, if he gets 12th, great. But and that's like... That's a really good result for him, like maybe his best ever, I would guess. So I think you're more likely to see a 15 to 22, and then the the downside of that is, you know, 23 and up. So right. I'll, I'll probably stay away. All right. Anybody? Guys guys like Rod Bell and Carnell and stuff, they're going to stay in 450 class, right? Yeah. So, yes. I mean, the class with you got a lot of these guys are out. Schwartz, Amarine, you know, there's a lot of guys out. Can you tell me if there's going to be any whoops at Denver? Uh, yeah, you've been pretty tough at Denver. Jalik? Yes. I looked at Jalik, too, and uh, then I looked I, at the track map. I would like there's to know about Jalik Swole. Them, but they're usually pretty tough. Yeah. Okay. He could go 3-3-3, three, 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 and no matter what, he'll probably be okay. Could you go uh, Derek Kelly at a 1 and Carson Brown and I, just sit back and relax? You, you can't relax. You won't relax. Okay. You cannot relax. Okay. That's crazy. Right. Uh, Remember at A1, we were debating Derek Kelly at like a 13, and then yeah. you know, he, I'm not, I mean, they'll put 11, and he got left. Yeah, they'll probably they get both missed the main event. Yeah, they missed the shootout. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Okay, yeah. Uh, All-stars. Uh, I really like Garrett Marchbanks, but I just can't. I just can't endorse that. I can't. Do that. Schmoder rode really well at the showdown. So is he back? Do, do, is Schmoder okay? Is he back? Because four. I mean, is the good. pressure's off, so I think he's back. Okay. I, I think it's the pressure is the problem with Joe his, personally. His photo we use in the fantasy looks like he's being held hostage. By the way, can we get that changed? I don't know. I, looks like he's being I think held that's hostage. Him smiling. Okay. Um, JT you like Schmoder? Four or or Mosman two? I'm looking at going Thrasher and eight. I like I like that better. I mean, he could crash and get 15th, but I think even if he crashes, he still gets top nine. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had Thrasher, yeah. and my theory for Thank just you. changing him was that Thrasher will be double points eligible in Salt Lake. So. Sure. But would you take him at a shootout? I mean, he got fourth at the shootout last weekend. I know. Well, it's That's Atlanta. Atlanta. So, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to change still, everything for Atlanta. Still races the same guy. I know, but still. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I think Atlanta matters. He's won two races in his life, and he's not done well everywhere else. Guess who those two were, right? It's, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he went, he's went five, eight, four, seven, five, in, including the shootout or whatever. Like he, I do think he could get double points next weekend. That's all. Okay. Uh, I think he gets 26. If you want an easy 26 this week, you pick Thrasher. He gives you 26 points. Right. I, I understand your strategy. It's not. It's, I can't argue it for sure. Hmm. All right. Shimoda's, Shimoda's going to likely – it'll be Shimoda or Vince double points at Salt Lake also. 
one of those will be fourth, and one will be fifth going into the last round. So right, I think I would rather go Shimoda at a shootout. I, like his his speed. Yeah, and in Salt Lake, him such a, Lake. Yeah, he. Well, I just like I like his top end speed. Like so, if he has a good night, he could get like second. You know what I mean? Like where I think Vince is safer, but I get worried about like in the shootouts if he, or in the showdowns if he doesn't get a good start. Like where is he going to end up? Because it's, you know he, he's probably not going to move forward all that much. I don't know. Maybe it's not Do we, the best strategy. That's what just I like Chimota being able to get you a, a higher ceiling anyway. Do we like uh, Dominique Ferry at a five? Yeah, no. it's okay. Okay, all right. We got a no, and it's. I okay. haven't been watching him lately, honestly. Um, I, I, mean, I, I just so I don't. His last, I don't. Go ahead. His his last four results is why I'm just saying that, Steve. So he's a five. He's gone fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, fifteen. Like he just seems right middle of the road. I just don't. I see. I see just as much opportunity to miss double, and I see no upside. That's my reasoning. I texted a rider that knows him and asked him if he was okay, and the rider told me, I don't like that kid. So uh, that's all I got. Um, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So I got no, I got no information. Is his name Phil? No, no, no. Um, uh, yeah, Mitchell Harrison? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I think you're going to have to look at lap times, and you're either going to have to go safe and just, and just hope that, you score enough to be competitive or you need to send it and like I'm going to go Harriman, Brandon Ray and Ryan Surratt right now on my team that's Jeez. not very sendy oh, but I think you can be even more sendy than that I feel like that's pretty sendy anytime you got Brandon Ray on your team and Harriman I mean yeah well Brandon Ray for sure is Her- is, is a full send Her- Harriman should be in the main event Harriman like, I don't just, know what happened he was AJE for the one race or something is that what the deal was because I had him I think I so think I yeah in that race so uh, I mean he was solid before before the break Right. Yeah, absolutely he was. Yeah, I, I he'd paid off for me in a couple of rounds or at least one for sure. So, all right. Uh I uh I got Carson Brown, Ryan Surratt, I got Thurry. I think and I got Thrasher and I really only feel confident in Carson Brown on my team right now as far as this being my actual team. So, uh and my lead 100% lead pipe block, pulp 22 at checkout. I'll go Carson Brown for my lead pipe block. Uh don't like that one either really though. Uh what's your team right now, Dan? Right now, I went with Surratt, Stapleton, Moseman, and Harrison. All right. JT? All right, JT? <laughs> All right. Sorry, I was on mute. That's oh. my fault. My fault I was on mute. Um, I would go Mumphy. Oh, Mumphy, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. He gets, he's been getting really good starts, so I'm hoping that keeps him up, you know, like six, seven, eight, nine, something like that. Uh, Thrasher as an all-star. And uh, I don't know for my last one. It, it, it could be between Carson Brown or Harrison or there's a few guys that could pop in there. I don't know. It would probably be the eye test on Saturday. Uh, you're locked in? My lock right now is Ryan Surratt. All right. And uh, so FFL, Paul, you got a theory for FFL for Denver looking at the track map? I think so. This could totally blow up my face, likely will, but I, I don't see Craig pushing to go for the lead. Like he's, His bike's going to be good at altitude, so he might just get the whole shot and this blows the entire theory out of the water. But And I don't see Hunter going for the lead like immediately, so I I, I would pick Freeze. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about that? But it is a full lap. It is a, as long as a lap you can, you, can, you can do before you get to the finish line from the start. JT, Dan? 
Yeah, I don't disagree with Paul. I mean, the Hondas are always good at altitude, no matter who they are. Um, but I think that Hunter is trying to get the start and win. Um, but it, yeah, I like Vince. I think it's. I mean, it's a gamble in this class. I think. I'm still away from. I'm staying I, away from all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably stay away. That's what I was going to go. I still. I feel like we might. I feel like Hunter might try to rough Christian up in in, in the middle of that race a little bit to try to make some points up. Personally, it, it, it's I, Hunter talked about it yesterday. We we literally talked about it. And he's like, dude, there's just no point. If it was like 15 points, maybe. He's like, but it's 23 points. There's not enough guys that get in between these guys. There's only six guys on the lead lap the last race. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. His yeah. opinion yeah, was, yeah, I just fair. need to go win. He's like, I, he's like, I feel like that Christian could literally cruise around and get fifth. I think, like, you know what I mean? And then he just has to get his right. and make right. the bet. He, he was like, he was like, dude, if it was 15 points and it, there could be a seven, eight point swing, he's like, sure. He's like, but I just don't think it's possible. So that's all. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Uh, so thanks, uh, thanks for 100 percent for coming on board. Fly Racing Motorsport, Pro Taper as well, ProTaper.com, FlyRacing.com, and Motorsport.com for more information. Go through the banner on Pulpamex or Pulpamexshow.com to help us out through Motorsport. That'd be great. Uh, appreciate that. All right, 450s from uh for denver um all right jt uh you got a chance to look at the handicaps uh, who do you like well it's it's similar a similar problem to the 250s where the guys that are healthy have been racing consecutively week after week and doing well so we kind of sucked all the value out of most of these guys so it's really hard to find some you know like um i guess what's the what the cliche phrase i'm looking for uh trying to think of a what's a diamond phrase diamond in the rough rough. okay yes what i'm looking for sorry i've been flying for fucking 10 hours um (laughs) you just basically have to you have to go with like what you know i think at this point you know like that's why i kind of stuck with guys that are still have some upside like last week i went with Cade and guys like that but i think you kind of still have to stay the course with those guys like if you wanted to go a little riskier, you could go someone like Meshi, but I mean, keep in mind he's only made like two main events, I think, ever in the 450 class. So it, there's a ton of risk there. But I think you could take some chances with a guy like Moran. Uh, do we know if Oldenburg's racing 450? I would assume so. That yep. would, yep. yeah, that would be a great yep. pick in my opinion. Like if you really want to find some hidden value there, um, to me that's a, that's a really strong pick. But I think it's. Uh, I think you just kind of have to try to get those 30-point guys. Like, if you look over the last couple of weeks, that's where that's where the, the points have really come down to. You know, it's it's 30 to 35 is, is really what you can aim for. If you want to go for some outlier, you're, you're, there's such a high chance you're going to get burned. I don't think the risk is really worth it. Um, I, I don't know if Joan Cross is racing. That's a guy you could look at that's a 15 no, that he's made out. a bunch no, of main events. just had surgery. He's out. Okay, yeah, so take him off, obviously, as well, but... I don't know. You just have to go with that that list, like I was kind of naming off the Blosses, the Breeses, the Cades. Um, that's where your value is. And, and the, the cool thing is the upside. I mean, Brees can go out there and get tenth, no problem. He's done it a bunch of times this year. And at a five, you still get pretty decent points. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a terrible score. I just don't think there's 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 not a lot of 150 point days in the 450 class right now. I tell you, tell you, who I like him. This is Paul's guy, John Short. He'll be there. He's racing the LCQ Challenge. John Short. 11. He's got to get in, but
But if he gets in, I mean, that's, that's the thing. If he gets in, he's fine. I think but. I think he gets in. Look at this field right now. Look at Tr- John Short better than Tristan Lane. Yes, I love Tristan Lane, but John Short's better. John Short has, has had some races where I just shake my head. He, he, well, he crashes seventeen times. And I'm have, like, what we, are you? Doing? We have the infamous Barak Suzuki Salt Lake ride. Yes, we have that. Yep. Um, oh, um, I think Welton's in a. Is Welton four fifty? He's a four fifty. Yeah. 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 What do we he's think? He's on my team. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> Dan's in. Marshall Welton. Yeah, I have I have most of those guys you mentioned. I got uh, Oldenburg. I got Marshall. Yeah, I think that, uh, and I have Bogle. But I think Marshall could make the main event. I mean, looking at these guys, Marshall's a racer. You know what I mean? He slams some of these guys. I think he'll make it. As uh, much as I agree with you, Dan, and I even sponsor Marshall, I want to see him do well for the for just for the simple little. Twitter argument Kiefer and I have going. He ha- he's going to put Marshall Welton in these quick strap things. This Are you serious? Think- Are you serious? Yeah, I don't think you can make a main event with quick quick strap. So I'm not going to pick Marshall Welton. Why would they do that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, <laughs> I JT. I know. I know you're a huge listener to the Pulp Show, JT. But yeah, Paul and Kiefer got into it over quick straps on the on the show. Oh, I, I've been I've been hearing about the quick strap thing, which I think is. Completely idiotic. Like push up. Is that where they have like the Velcro ever. on the side of the helmet and it just like sticks on? Yes, Dan. Yeah, yeah. That you yeah, don't yeah, need to put ridiculous. your goggles on. You just unhook them. But why not just put the strap on? Because this is easier. <laughs> <laughs> is it for guys with no arms or, or like can't raise their arms up or like? You, you know what quick straps are though, Dan? Or no, you don't. Yeah, know. like they're like little plastic clips, right, or something. Like, and there's like a. Well, you yeah. don't use the goggle strap. You use the. The quick strap. You don't yeah, it goes through right. the goggle, and then it like, but the, but there's like a Velcro. It like Velcros on. No, the it doesn't Velcro. It actually it's snaps. A it's, it's a, a button. Uh, yeah. I think it's a snap to your helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's a snap. Oh, yeah. So how are how are sales on them, dude? Actually, uh, I've been getting. They were hit, good forty years ago. No, no, Paul. I've been getting hit up on DMs like racks in dealers full of quick straps. Yeah, like I yeah, said, because they don't good. sell. Yeah, they're full. They're full, <laughs> full of them. But somebody's ordering <laughs> them. Try to find some. No, try nobody to find some is. Our products on the shelf. It's not there oh, for 20 years. Oh, so Paul, your theory is this, those have been there since '94 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Absolutely, absolutely. I guarantee you, a dealership hasn't ordered those things in the last 20 years. They're just sitting on the shelf no. collecting dust. No self-respecting racers ever wearing that. Well, Marshall Wells is wearing it this week at JT. So doesn't respect himself. That's what I mean. He 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 won't make the main. I don't think it's physically possible. I'll be surprised if he can jump the doubles with that thing. Okay, uh, A Ray. I've been A Ray. I invited to the LCQ race, and I've been putting serious heat on him. Like, dude, if you can't race because your wrist, you know, you're pulling out of this thing. You know, don't do it. Uh, give up your spot. Et cetera, et cetera. Like, don't, you know, I've got a lot of guys that want in, blah, blah, blah. And A-Ray said, I'll be good for Friday, but not for Saturday. So there, right. there's your, okay. there, there's, uh, there's some info. So, um, so here's an update, a uh, yeah. quick update on Carson Brown. Uh, he has a bit of a hurt wrist, slightly sprained, uh, but he's fine from his words and he's going to race this weekend and should be okay. But, if anybody sees him do anything with a wrist, I'm telling everybody right now, he does have a hurt wrist. Oh, that would have been nice for some Rami Alves updates last week, Dan. So that would have been great, too. Just that's exactly what you need to do, but for Rami Alves seven days ago. So thank you. Perfect. Um, is JT, Jay- what's your thoughts on Bogle this weekend? He'll probably get, uh, like, fifth. 
That'd be sick. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick because I'm picking him at a five if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Dan, any idea why he quit? Yeah, he overjumped a jump or something. I mean, he didn't give a good enough explanation for, for <laughs> you. I can tell you that. There was not a good enough explanation. I, I tried, and I was like, so did it, was there a crash? No, no crash. Uh, okay, I'm just going to stop. Yeah, his last to tell me when I did bad. Long way to go to get to Foxborough to pull off or do bad. Yeah. I think I'm going his, with his last. Go, go ahead. Sorry, Paul. I, I was just going to say, yeah, Bogle's last two results are 22-21. And then before that, he was 10-8. and eight. So can we get back to that 8 at the 5? That, that'd be nice. No. Um, yeah, I, I think Troll Train is a decent pick. Uh, I, I can pick Benny this week. So I think I'm looking at both those guys. I'll go one higher handicap for Benny at a five, so I like that for me. I think Benny's a really good pick if you can pick him. I'm on the opposite weeks of all you guys, I think. Or not JT, but the other guys. Um, and then, yeah, Bogle's not bad. Uh, I like John Short. Do we? Ha- you guys, nobody else really backed me on this? Nobody? Like, look at this field uh, right now. He looks he, like out there. I need, I need to see him out there. Is he not better than Meshi and Tristan Lane? He is. He's a better rider. I know, but Meshi, Meshi, like, you, you can't just use Meshi. Like, Meshi was barely qualified. Like, you know what I mean? That's not a... Yeah, looking at the last week's 22-man event, it's got Meshi and Tristan Lane in it. And John Short's better than those guys. Okay, well, he was better than a lot of guys at Salt Lake last year. Well, no, that... that Oh, yeah, no, no never mind. Uh, I don't know. Okay, last, so, so nobody likes time, John Short. Okay. Last time we were in Denver, John Short didn't have a chain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had to call Paul. Oh, I had to borrow a chain from us. It was a ball up. Right. I'm not saying so I'm not going to pick him. There's a there's yeah. a very high chance I pick him, but I need to see him riding first. Okay. He did make uh, the main in. Uh, he made the main in Seattle, and he made the main in Atlanta. John Short. I understand. I I, he, I understand. He's a great rider. No problem. Like, would you say you need to see him ride, like, like that he's alive, or you need to see some no, qualifying? Because you're not going to see qualifying the... times, you know? You know that. No, I know. Right. Just, just you know, putting laps together, looking like normal John Short on the 450. Right. right. His bike looks like it's, you know, a reasonable motorcycle. <laughs> I, I, that's all. JT's going to go over and flip his foot pegs like a ticket special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, boy. Your spokes Literally are there. The tire. Yeah, your spokes are there. Your, your foot pegs work. And uh, <laughs> let's, let's give you a tech sticker. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Justin, Justin Brayton at a zero has value. Absolutely, yep. I mean, he gets he gets 10th or better. I think he gets 8th. He's, I think he's the eighth-place guy in this class right now. Yeah, if we're going, like, Brayton at a zero or Hartraft at a one, I'll take Brayton, right? Like, yeah. Brayton – Hartraft will get double, but it'll be close, and then Brayton will probably – I mean, Bray- Brayton crashed Brayton crashed on the, like, yes. the first lap last he week. Was, was dead last, and he still got eight. Dead, whatever. dead, dead last, yep. Uh, he got tenth, right? Right, tenth, all the way to tenth. Whatever, yeah. I mean, he's he's a he's eighth-place eighth guy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Oldenburg, yep, good pick for Oldenburg because I think he's probably a tenth-place guy. If Brayton's an eighth, so yeah, right, yeah, I think so. Last time he raced before, but he got ninth. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think Brayton's eight, and then nine, ten, eleven is like the Oldenburg, Hartraff, Bogle, Amart group, right? Yeah. Uh, anybody got a Shane McElrath update? Anybody? Yeah, I got updates. Uh, he ain't racing. He's got a concussion, right? <laughs> okay, the updates. Go. Well, I'll pray for his concussion. I hope concussion he, I hope, I hope he recovers. It's been a long time now, but I hope he gets better. 
Um, Freddie Noren out of five? I think I'm going Benny Bloss instead of Freddie. Here's a question. Do we stay away from the guys who make a lot of money in your LTQ challenge on Friday? Are they going like... Are they going out on Friday night with your money? <laughs> I don't know if we have any of those guys. They're all pretty respectable gentlemen, aren't they? I don't know. I would, I would definitely monitor injuries following your, your bloodbath. I would monitor Nagy and Greco if they get a bunch of money. But other than that, I'm not sure. Yeah, Nagy's, Nagy will probably hit up some ramps if he wins a bunch of money. Um, seven Deuce Deuce, anybody? If the whoops are tough, keep an eye on it, right? I think, as always. So yeah, I just he's a four about all stars. Yeah, uh, all stars for me. I like Mookie at a four. I like Coop at a five. Uh, what about you, Dan? Webb? Oh, Webb. Okay. Yeah, I like I like Coop at a five just for the fact that there's only six factory guys or whatever it is. So yeah. Okay, uh, Paul. Who do you like? All stars. Yeah, uh, Cooper Webb. Um, I would stay away from Tomac. Just yeah, yep. I don't know. After what we saw last week, um, I think Sexton will probably be on the podium, so he can. I mean, he has to get second to max out. So I'd look at those two. But yeah, I'm I'm uh, Cooper Webb, and Anderson has to win to max out. So yeah, I'm Cooper Webb. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. My team right now: John Short, Justin Bogle, Benny Bloss. Cooper Webb. Let's hope Bogle crushes it, and we can talk to JT next week on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my 100% lead pipe block, I'll go John Short, just to show belief in John Short. I got him in the LCQ challenge, and let's do this, John Short, because you're better than Tristan Lane. You're better than Scott Meshi. You're probably the same as Logan Carr now. Let's do this, John Short. All right, Paul? Uh, Alex Martin, Justin Bogle, Cooper Webb, and Mitchell Oldenburg right now. All right, Paul. Uh, Dan? I have Mitchell Oldenburg, Bogle, Cooper Webb, and I i have Marshall Welton on my team, but, I mean, these strap things uh, have really, like, <laughs> you, you can't make a man of those. They have uh, – No. It's never happened. They, they have really rocked you. it's never happened. They have rocked you uh, on to the core, Dan? Yeah, I mean, there's just some facts that don't happen. Nobody in the modern era has ever won a main event with an over chest protector, and nobody makes main events with these clip thingies. Wait, Trey Kennard would have won a main event with an over chest protector. Not a 450 one. You don't think? Yeah. I don't think so. No. I don't think it's ever happened um, Like since, like, Jeff Stanton. Bob. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so maybe. Yeah. You can look into I'd it. like to know... I'd like to know, Steve, if a quick strap has ever made the main event. Like, like I don't know. No, there's, there is no like, way. No, no, no. They didn't come around to like '85, '86, and there's no okay. way they've ever, ever. Maybe a night show. Who makes them? Is it just quick? Is that the company? Well, I don't know, JT. Do you distribute quick straps? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure there's things we can flip through that WPS catalog. <laughs> I don't think yeah, no. WPS was a was around when quick straps were were being bought and sold. No, but no, but they're still. That's the point, you guys. They're, they're around. People are sending me quick strap videos. Yeah, yeah. Just name of the, of name what? The of them wearing them? Of them I can promise you, we don't them sell on that dealership brand. shelves. I've seen both people wearing them and on shelves. Name the brands, Steve. What brands? Exactly. No, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you, what do you mean? Name what? Who, who makes them? Like the brand. Who makes, who makes them? them? Yeah, I think Quickstrap does. That's a brand? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah we don't sell quick shop. I think he's right. Okay. All right. Yeah, we don't sell quick strap. Well, okay, yeah. so I just texted Welton and said, are you wearing these quick strap, stupid quick strap things? And he said, should I? And I said, and no. Tell, send him the facts. No <laughs> one's ever made a event, made event wearing them. Yeah. I said, no, you should not. So <laughs> They don't uh, have a website. They don't have a website? No. Oh, they're not like a brand website. So no. Who's their marketing guy, do you think? It's like mail order. He's probably, yeah, I was like, he's probably like, you know, at a retirement home. <laughs> you got to call them, then they ship you a catalog, then you call them back and tell them what you want out of the catalog. You have to and then cl- they send your goggles by Pony Express. And then you have to enclose a self-addressed stamped hey, envelope. Some, hey, Scott makes some. Scott makes some. Oh, no. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We're going to hit up yeah, Noles. We, we don't. We don't want. We don't want those. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I just looked online. I just went to Motorsport, you know, one of our sponsors, and I looked, and there's a Roco R O K O goggle quick straps for seventeen dollars, but for five, it has five star review. The Scott speed straps, and they're the same thing. Wow, wow. <laughs> All right, so we'll get Johnny we Knowles backstory from Knowles. We'll yeah. Get John Knowles <laughs> to put Jason Anderson in some Scott speed store straps things. So. Yeah. Uh, real quick, my lead pipe yeah. locks before we forget. Um, I have Oldenburg in the 450 class, and then Roto sent me his. He has Oldenburg, and he has um, Blos in the 250 class. Okay, that works. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy. Really appreciate it. Uh, just two rounds to go. Next week, we'll dive in. Oh, by the way, the guy who's winning Industry Idiots right now, uh, uh, Dan, has a 100-point lead. So look Yeah, really 97 good. points. What's pretty cool is it's Danny Lewis. He runs the Yamaha Amateur Team Blue Crew, um, and he's second. He's only six-pointed out from winning the Yamaha bike. Oh so God. I really hope he wins the bike because it's funny when that happens. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, oh. Yamaha guy. Here's a Yamaha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's great. And then uh, we'll talk it, next week about the – we'll look at our Yamaha uh, sweepstakes for the Championship League and talk more about that as well. Uh, and then again, day race. Get your picks in early, everybody. Uh, anything else, boys? Nope. I, I was just. I'm just looking at the standings of the championship league, and it's kind of crazy. There's only two guys that were top 100 overall in the top 50. Yeah. This game's hard. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, very random. Very, very hard. And uh, again, uh, JT, uh, you're still in the running for the April championship. You missed that at the top of the show. So, um, you know, if you have a good week, you could do it. Oh, nice. That would that uh, that made the show for me. Okay, all right. So stay tuned next week, everybody. We'll tell you who won the April title, and uh, we'll talk more about the championship league and all of that. Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast. Thanks, boys. Thanks. See you.